Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, stuff and junk. Hey, my name is Albert. And this is Ruthie. Are we trying something new? This is Jami. Trying something new. That's not exactly new, per se. Uh, so, there, were, there was thing, something I wanted to share with you guys, but I think I didn't do it last week. So, uh, a few weeks ago, like two weeks ago to be exact, from this recording, uh, you know how the problem with movie theater assigned seating is that there's always a chance somebody else is sitting in your seat because mm-hmm. they haven't learned, they don't understand what yeah. assigned seating mm-hmm. is. So I, I occasionally that, that has happened to me, and I'll tell them, "Hey, uh, yeah. where are you supposed to sit?" It's happened. Thing. Yeah, it's happened a couple of yeah. times. For the me. most part, for the most part, they're always deer caught in the headlight or crap. Yeah, you know, kind of look. Yeah. Uh, recently, I, I actually met one who was willing to fight back. What? <laughs> willing to like talk back? And, like, really? like yeah, I went up. I'm like, "Hey, you're in my seat." Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not. I'm in my seat. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? and then I'm like, uh, "Let me see your ticket." Yeah. And then he scrunches around his wallet mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. looking for his ticket, or whatever. <laughs> and then I'm looking at mine just to double check to make sure yeah. I didn't get anything wrong. And then like, wait, this is theater seven, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, this is theater ten. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, oh. this is, dude, this is theater seven. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm here to watch. <laughs> I'm here to watch 1917. Yeah, I'm here to watch the Birds of Prey. Yeah, you went around the theater, dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. You know, but it was kind of like I was like ready to go. Like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight this out with this guy. Yeah. Kind of thing, but yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. I've ha- I've ha- done it once where I sat in the wrong seat and I was like, oh, sorry, and not a big deal. Uh, other couple of times were uh, what do you call it? this? Uh, I think this Chinese chick and stuff like that. This is kind of racial, but this Chinese chick, she, kind of, she had no idea about. I think she's trying to sneak in because after I said, hey, <laughs> get out, uh, you know, get out of my seat and stuff like that, she just left the theater. And then she, I'm like, wait, did you ever come back? Because oh, I don't. Weird. <laughs> yeah, I think she's trying to sneak it, sneak into a thing. And so probably trying to sneak in. Yeah. yeah, and the other couple of times is like people actually uh, did. I think we actually. More, more often than not, I find they, pe- they put food in my uh, seat. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, I don't know you come. Well, all right, all right get, get the fuck out of there. You know? But yeah. yeah. I hate people who, like, if if they're not sure that they're right, mm-hmm. or even if you are sure, like, you know, there's no, there's no, there's nothing wrong with being nice or courteous about somebody asking, I think you're in my seat. Really? What's your ticket? And I like, you know, just mm-hmm. like verify before saying, no, I'm in my seat. Like acting like everything's correct. Yeah. And double checking is really and he e- ends up being in the wrong theater. Yeah, double checking is really easy now because it's just on it's on an app for me. You know what I mean? It's open no, no, no. This old man oh, is an old man. man. <laughs> That's white. I'm assuming it's white. He's a white guy. Oh, white old man. The old white guy kid's like, I've never been wrong. You know what I mean? He's like, I need to watch yeah. 1917 oh, brown person. Seriously. This chick thinks he's right? I'm right all the time. I've been right for like 70 years. Not How dare that, you? I forgot to mention, like I, I was I was standing in line at the Cossessor stand, which uh-huh. nowadays you, where you can also buy tickets. Mm-hmm. This guy oh, tried right? this oh. tried to tried to use coupons to buy concessions, oh, right? Oh my god. And then and then and then the lady's like, Oh, this this ticket's already expired. Yeah. Back in twenty twelve. <laughs> like, oh seriously? God. It's oh like twenty twenty, dude. Oh my god. Jeez. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, so this guy. This, this guy. guy. <laughs> what about this guy? This guy. Uh, I I went online to see what other people have said and one of the one of the responses was First, you need to grow a backbone, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> this guy was asking, like, what should I do kind of thing? And yeah, one of the one response is, first, you need to grow a backbone. Yeah. And yeah. Then, Defend yourself. 
Yeah. And then you say oh, something, yeah. yeah. And then you say something nicely to yeah. the person in your assigned seat. Show them your ticket. If they still move, go get an usher. Yeah, you know, yeah. But if at any point you think it's going to escalate, you got, you're supposed to get usher. Usher take care of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, this one's really simple. I mean, like I said, everybody, everybody should have a smartphone. Just get your smartphone, put, put out the ticket. And stuff yeah, like just yeah. show them, show them your your seats. Yeah, yeah. my my, my go to strategy is yeah, I ask the them. It's like where are you supposed to eat? Mm-hmm. Where, where, where are you supposed, supposed to, to eat? <laughs> right. And then, they, and then they'll point to like two seats Money down. Got food on the mind. Yeah, and then and then they'll point two seats down. And like I'll just take that one. That's yeah. fine. You know, you yeah. know, it's just a kind of understanding kind of situation. Yeah. You know, the weirdest thing. I don't know if this is related, but one of the weirdest uh, seat thing I've had recently is like I went to go see uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Right, uh, a couple of years ago. You guys are both familiar with the movie. I know Albert. Yes. Does. Yeah. Mm. It's an it's an anime. It's an anime. It's super oh. sad. It's also, oh, also about World War. Yeah, <laughs> but it's super sad, super depressing, and stuff like that. And yeah. I remember, you remember, you remember you, you I know, do, I do, I do. But that was yeah. like a, not a couple of years ago. That was a long time ago. No, no, no. Yeah, th- it's a. Uh, it was a part of the AMC uh, Ghibli Studio retrospective. You know what I mean? So they showed uh, what called? Oh, they showed it again. Yeah, they showed it again. So I go there. Um, in the, the I think the theater is like ninety percent full and stuff like that. And I sit down. You know, and the two seats to left and right of me are empty. And the weirdest thing was, it got filled by two guys who obviously knew each other. <laughs> but the thing is, for some reason, they didn't get seats that were together, but they were sitting next to each other. And the other weird thing is, like, they were super blasted, man. They were drunk as hell. So I'm like, who gets wasted? Were there any other double seats around? I think they were. Yeah, they were. Fireflies. Yeah, I'm like, who gets shit faced and goes to these grave of the fireflies and stuff? Like, did you go, like, yeah. like did you want to switch seats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one seat over. I mean. What the heck is it? And they were, were chit chatting before. They didn't chit chat during the movie, but they chit chat like, before the movie. I was like, they got, you know, they were like, hey, they're having a good time. I was like, what the? I mean, I don't want, you know, this is a pretty serious movie, guys. I want to just relax a little bit. Who gets shit face? Anyway, yeah, I remember it's just. just it's not even like that kind of animation that you can yeah. get anything about be- being high while watching it. Yeah. And I remember it's just like, can you? I, it was like nine, it was like 90%. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was like 90% full, and there were uh, still a couple of double seats next to each other that were, that were kind of full, that were still empty and stuff. But yeah, I thought it was just kind of weird. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, on this 276th episode of the show, uh, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus. It's fine. Because we it's are fine. so, it's no so problem. current events in the show. No, it's fine. It's, don't, don't worry. As far as I know, I'm, what the Chinese government is telling me, it's fine. It's great. The, the rates have gone now for two straight days in a row. It's fine. It's fantastic. And then, yeah, I mean, it yeah. went down from three digits to yeah. only yeah. two digits. Yeah. People are still dying, yeah. but, yeah. you know, it's, it's better, right? Yeah, it's great. And then, and then the three of the three of us are going to take a, a psychopath, psychopathy test, mm-hmm. psychopathy test to is, see if we're a bunch of psychopaths. Is the test actually uh, how to pronounce it? The word is that the test? Psychopathy. I hope if if it is, then I, I already failed. Yeah. Psycho- uh, Psychopathy, 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 like patty cake, patty cake, and then on the top of the episode, we are going to be talking about the problems of looking beautiful because you know I can totally relate with this. (laughs) All right, all right, on with the show. As you guys know, coronavirus has been a pretty big thing since January and um, apparently now because things are supposedly getting better in China, there's all these like cruise liner ships that um, have had outbreaks of coronavirus and the U.S. knowingly brought back infected U.S. passengers. All right, right. Well, well, they they test, first of all, they tested them on the cruise ship. Mm-hmm. It came back negative and then, but of course, everybody already knows by now that the symptoms don't necessarily show up until maybe seven to ten days after, but right. you're, you're still infectious. Mm-hmm. So, Some say twenty-four days. 
Is it 24 days? Yeah, they went up to like 24. Jeez, yeah. That's crazy. That 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 is alarming. Wait, are we are we I was talking about the the cruise ship that was docked in New Jersey. Is that no, no the, what? the most famous one? Oh, the Japan, no, the, 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 the Japanese one. one from Japan. Right. Yeah, yeah, and um, so and then on the way to the airport, some of the passengers started coming down with symptoms, and then they tested right. positive. Mm-hmm. But no, 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 no. Like, well, no, no, it's no, too no. late to turn back now. Put them on the plane anyway, and, and quarantine them in the back of the ship, breathing the same air as healthy people on the cargo ship. And now all those people are in quarantine and under observation in Texas, in Nebraska, in California. Yeah. Like, shouldn't they have just left them in quarantine in Japan before bringing them back? Like, I understand you want to bring your citizens. We want to bring our citizens yeah. back home. But at the same time, putting you're putting you're flying them right to the country and possibly infecting other people here that are actually pretty safe. Yeah. Like what are you guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, it's, the whole... It's, it's almost... They only had to wait three more days, too. Mm-hmm. Or three or four more days before Japan releases, releases yeah. them. Well, in quotes, releases them. Yeah. As if they trust them, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. The, the, whole, the whole story of the, the Japanese cruise ship, it just confounds me. It's just weird to me. Because, you know, they docked in Japan, which, okay, I, I'm with you so far. But the fact that Japan left those people on that ship... It, to me, it's just crazy. I, I don't understand. Because Japan is not like, you know, like a third world country. It's not like a docked in Ethiopia or some, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some, some shit country. It's a first world country. I thought they would have some sort of procedure in place to, to you know, get the passengers off one by one, you know, in quarantine and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I, I know it's thousands of people. It might be unreal. But I thought they would have some sort of procedure. But they just left them on the ship. And that's like, you know. Like a, like a, it's like a petri dish, you know what I mean? You know, people that didn't have the disease now have it because they were on that ship for so long, stuff like that. You yeah. know, it's ridiculous. I don't know. Well, except for the people who, I guess, stayed in their stayed in their cabin, right? But the thing is, even stay in cabin. The thing is, the people that do have to try, to, and no matter what, the crew has to go from cabin to, cabin to feed people to t- check up on them, stuff like that. You know, and I don't know how air works in on a cruise ship, but are the air is the air like enclosed too? It's like. It's got to be constantly circulating. I mean, there's probably Same. central air. Yeah, just central like air, yeah. And definitely on a plane, definitely on a cargo yeah. ship where there's not an, not even any walls to separate people. Yeah. I mean, the thing, another thing to me, at the end of the day, I'm, I still pr- feel pretty confident in the U.S. about, like, you know, the disease, disease spread. Because, you know, we do have, I, I like to think we have a strong immune system. I know I took the flu shot this year and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think, in general, I think our health is a little bit better than other places in the world and stuff. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. It just, it yeah. just seems like dumb, mm-hmm. the dumb mistake to make and stuff like that. I don't I understand. Mean, yes, we are a first world country, but at the same time, we're not. Like, there's hospitals here in New yeah. York that are both, like, top notch and then like you it's like and then in other hospitals it's like you walked into a third world country oh yeah oh <laughs> there is just coincidentally there is like a docuseries on netflix uh, and it's i think it's called pandemic and one of the th- <laughs> one of the places they spotlight is some some uh, hospital like in the middle of nowhere saying ohio or just like li- that hospital for that area in the middle of nowhere it actually has literally like one doctor she is like the one doctor for the whole county and stuff like that yeah wow, she harsh. works like like, s- like six days a week or something like that these 20 hour shifts and stuff like that she sleeps there she lives there and stuff like that so yeah i mm. yeah I, yeah i don't know i really don't know what's going on with this uh with this corona it's it's i don't know plus not only well, that but supposedly it's even more contagious than the regular flu yeah even mm-hmm. though even though more people are still dying from the regular flu yeah this is more contagious so yeah there's that too but yeah they, they there's some formula where they can calculate how 
how it's uh, uh, uh something like this spreads and it's like this thing's like around two percent like the like the SARS thing was like less than one or something like that you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's it's just I don't know it's just spreading a lot faster and we mentioned earlier it's spreading when it's uh over a twenty four day period and also when when you're not having any symptoms you can still spread it so it's it's a disease that's very hard to contain and stuff like that so I don't know seems yeah. bad and. Economics, because of this like uh, spread, um, economists are really worried. Are really talking about um, how this is affecting retailers all oh, over yeah. the world. And first, like uh, as you know from our, from our last conversation, um, Jaming and I are both in the retail industry, mm-hmm. and our shipments are definitely yeah. still affected because now it's yeah. we're, it's seeming like factory workers are not going to go back until the end of February, which is two weeks from now, yeah. and. Who knows if they need to be quarantined, how many people are actually going to be back, um, when we're actually um, going to get our goods. And uh, even Apple was saying uh, Monday that it's not going to meet, they're not going to meet their revenue expectations. Yeah. Excuses, to- excuses, Apple. Yeah, kidding. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Tell those little kids to work faster, man. <laughs> <laughs> they just need to go back to the countries where yeah. there's sweatshops, right? Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, Sony and Microsoft are also going to have issues uh, releasing their new consoles later this year because yeah. they're not going to be able to build it fast enough because yeah. of this. It's just, it's just, it's just all bad and stuff like that. I, I don't understand how tech industries are acting like they're the only ones that are affected. I mean, obviously, the clothing retail industry, all retail industries are going to be greatly affected because we're not producing anything. We're not putting any, anything out there. We're not making our sales. Nobody's making their sales for this quarter. Yeah. But the news story isn't as sexy as tech. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's, like, it's, yeah, they were supposed to come back uh, February 3rd. They probably would have started production maybe a week after that. They should just, right now, should so be shipping things. They out. should be shipping things out, and everything's like pushed. We probably will get our first shipment outside of uh, Chinese New Year, and probably until I would say mid March, if we're lucky. If we're not mm-hmm. lucky, more realistic, it's probably end of March, and that's if yeah. everything goes well. And the, the biggest issue right now, uh, from what I can tell, is like, hey, uh, if you're a big factory and stuff like that, the people. I mean, if you get your employees back, you can you can. There's there's like uh, what do you call it? dormitories for them to live, right? You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. those those employees can get. Get quarantine and stuff like that. But we're talking, but your supply chain—they can, tra- can work by while quarantine. Yeah, but the, the thing is, <laughs> but that's if you. Eat, but that's number one. If you even get back to your factory, let's say you lived like a hundred miles inland, all the roads are blocked, all, a lot of train services are down, a lot of the bus services are down. So let's say if you, so even if you're a factory, you can get back there. You go to a dormitory that's on the premise and you can live there in a couple of weeks, and they get quarantined and they get approval. So, okay, so that's one thing. So the other thing is the biggest problem right now is like the supply chain. Like for them to for the factory to produce something, like they need gift boxes, they need instruction manuals. So those those suppliers, they're a mom and pop kind of operation, right? They don't have any housing for their employees to live at. You know what I mean? So if you yeah. if you go online, if you look at the uh, video from in Shenzhen, all those factory areas and stuff, there are people that travel back all the way back to their jobs in Shenzhen, but they have nowhere to live because they usually go. They usually rent apartments and stuff like that. But apartment complexes—they're not accepting outsiders and stuff like that. So they're just homeless people and stuff like that. You know, so it's a whole thing. Plus, they're running out of toilet paper. Well, they're running out. Well, some place. Well, they're saying Wuhan might run out of food. You know, did you guys, did you guys hear about this? No, can't poop. No. No. Um, okay. Toilet rolls apparently are currently running really short in Hong Kong due to shortages caused yeah. by panic buying during the coronavirus yeah. outbreak. Well, a knife wielding man. Robbed the delivery man outside a supermarket in Mong Kok District mm-hmm. in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. 
and stole all their toilet paper. Yeah. Hundreds of toilet rolls worth more than $130. Yeah. But the thing is, imagine if something like this happened in the U.S. You know, if somebody gets desperate, stuff, they're not going to they're not gonna rob you for a knife. You know what I mean? The triad is, is stealing toilet paper. Yeah. They're going to rob you. If it happens in the U.S., they're going to rob you for a gun and stuff. So good times. It's oh, fine. But speaking of the U.S., so uh, a, a lab in San Diego actually figured out uh, a cure for the coronavirus. Sure. Or at least some kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. a thing, a vaccine. But... Since it is, in, it is in America, it has to go through a bunch of regulations. It'll take months, mm-hmm. maybe even a year or whatever, mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. it can be it's fine. administered. Everything for fine. It's um, fine. I mean, they could always like just like give it to Hong Kong, I guess, yeah. and China, and go here. Yeah. You don't have regulations, <laughs> just try it. Well, that's the problem. Uh, this, I, as far as I know, the Chinese China's still not letting in foreigners in to help. Right? They're not letting in Are, the WHO. I, I, th- I thought they changed their mind already. I did they? I don't yeah, know, man. I mean, they're getting desperate, aren't they? I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, it's, fine. Nah, it's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, by the way, and, and and if you listeners don't know yet, it's called COVID nineteen. That's COVID. the official COVID. COVID. COVID? Yeah. yeah, the WHO like I think last week or two weeks ago they gave 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 the official name. Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of coronaviruses out there, mm-hmm. and this is just one of them. Mm-hmm. So the official coronavirus name for this one is COVID nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, that's great. Yeah, it's it's very great, very great. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways, uh, psychopathy, mm-hmm. or is it psychopathy? Mm-hmm. Patty cake, pat. Psychopathy um, is that sociopathy? Sociopathy. Sociopathy. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there are differences between a psychopath and a sociopath. Sure. Okay. Yes. And it says here, a psychopath essentially you're kind of born with it, while well, a sociopath is you become it based on nature. Or nurture, sure, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, a psychopath. Mm-hmm. So, there's this test online from uh, PsychCentral.com called a psychopathy test by Psych Central Research Team. It'll take three minutes to take, and the three of us are gonna go ahead and take it. Uh, mm-hmm. Listeners, if you want to join along, the link is in the show notes. Feel free to pause it, click on the link, and join along. All right. First question is really easy. I am a male. Are okay. you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Number one. Most would describe me as charming and nonchalant. I can turn my charm on and off like a faucet. Nope. This describes me somewhat. No, I'm telling you, Albert. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, Albert. No, no. I would not describe you using any of those words. So, no. Are you a no in this one, Jeffrey? No, I'm no for you. I'm talking about you. I'm telling you. <laughs> what, are, what are you? Are you at the same time or just Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. No, we, we'll do it all at the same time. Yeah, it's not a surprise. Oh, yeah, it's not a surprise. I'm going to say I'm gonna say no. Ruthie, what's yeah. you? I have no uh, charm. Wait, why don't I see it in the thing? You gotta scroll down. Oh, you gotta scroll down. Yeah. Okay. After, <laughs> after you enter male or female. Is that a test? Oh, yeah. you have to scroll down. Yeah. <laughs> Does not know how to follow directions. Check. <laughs> I can turn my turn. Um, this describes me somewhat. Uh, see? Same thing with me. Number yeah. two. I do what I want. When I want, the moment the impulse strikes me, regardless of what others want. Uh, lack of impulse control. That's not a good sign. I this describes no. me somewhat. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> yeah, this describes me somewhat. Yeah. Fucking we are related after yeah. all out. It's like Ted Bundy over here, man. What, 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 you, you're not, you're really not, not me? No, I don't I have impulse control. I can control myself. Number three. What am I, a monster? Number three. If something goes wrong or turns out badly, it's not my fault. 
No, that's not me. No, that's not me. I'm no. going to own up on my mistakes yeah. if it is. Yeah, same. I mostly blame myself for, for mostly everything. Yes. Uh, number four, I've gotten into legal or criminal trouble as an adult, not no. just a speeding or parking ticket. No. Yep, not me. Yeah. They haven't caught me yet, so I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> I haven't done anything criminal. Yeah. The fact that I'm a streaker, is that legal or not legal? Depends on what state you're in. Seriously. Number five, I'm easily the best at what I do, bar none. Nobody could ever take Who my talks place. Like this? No, oh, that's not me. No, it's not me. That's I win. Me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Good lord. Okay, I mean, I can think it, but I don't believe I it. I think everything, I, everything, everything, I, everything so far is not me. Well, maybe, maybe that's the wrong answer. I mean, okay. Yeah. Uh, I number, doubt it. <laughs> number six. I do whatever I feel like doing, and I don't care what others think, or even if it's illegal. That's not oh, Jesus. Me. Christ. I actually, yeah, do, I actually do care. Mm. All right. I do do what I feel like. I don't care what others think, but I do care if it's illegal. So does that mean it describes me somewhat? Yeah. I mean, based on your, what you oh, just said. Bunch of psychopaths here, man. Good Lord. No, the test hasn't said it yet, John. I'm telling you right Can't now. Can't of that. Good Lord. Uh, number seven. Hide the, hide the little pets and stuff like that. Hide the women and children. Every person for themselves. No. I don't see the point in feeling sorry for other people no. and have no desire to what help others. Kind of That's a not me for sure. We live in That's a community. Okay. Sorry, doggy dog. Yeah. Doggy, you're, you're, oh, really? You're doggy dog? Good Lord. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, number eight. I've gotten into legal or criminal trouble when I was a teenager. Not nope. just speeding or parking ticket. Yep, definitely not me. Nope. Still, nope. still. Uh, number nine. Although it's, it's interesting how they make the difference between regular and teenager. Yeah. Hmm. Number nine. I have no problem or concern in lying in order to get what I want. No, no, no. no come on. Well, I don't, yes. I don't, I don't really believe in lying. Yeah, I'm like, I have really bad tells. Like, I yeah. can't even lie straight. Hmm. Number ten, live in the moment. Carpe diem is what I say. The future will take care of itself, and learning from your past is pointless. Oh, that's 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 definitely See? not me. Yeah. I dwell on my past yeah. way too much. Yeah. Okay. Number eleven. Oh wait, uh, everybody, same thing. Not me also. Yeah. Okay. Number eleven. I never feel remorse, shame, or guilt about something. I feel guilt all the time. I feel I, guilt all the time. Yeah, yeah that's not me. I <laughs> I <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> what the hell is going on around here? What I mean? What What are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Are you Are you Are you this describes me yeah. definitely, or are you, yeah, or somewhat? Uh, I guess somewhat, because like for me, it's like you can't unspill. Well, how do they say it? You can't unspill milk or whatever? Okay. Yeah, sure. Like, that's done. Like, there's no use crying about it. I, I guess I, 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 no, me- no use crying over spilled milk. Exactly. There you go. So th- this describes me somewhat. No, but the no use crying over spilled milk doesn't really apply to this, though. Because you shouldn't. But it's more. I of, never. Yeah. Okay. I do feel remorse sometimes. Sometimes? Okay. You, you're definitely describes me somewhat. Good okay. Lord. <laughs> What was going on? Okay, this okay. Last, last question. Last question. I don't see the point. Like shame is definitely like whatever. Okay. Uh, number twelve. Last question. I don't see the point in taking on responsibilities of any kind. They just weigh you down. No. no. Oh no, that's not me. That's yeah. not me. Either. Yeah. Because I'm the best at everything. Actually, I, do, so I will take all. all if all I was, all. if I was being honest, this describes me somewhat. I try and avoid certain things that will require me to be responsible if I have to, if I know it's going to be a mistake. Does it count? Well, of any kind. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not of any kind. You know, yeah. what? I'm gonna go not me. Yeah, 
I, I yeah. sorry, I'm not listening because I already hit the the thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Score I, I think- my I passed. Okay. Congratulations. Uh, what, I'm, I'm not a psychopath. Jamie, uh, when did you go first? I got zero. So no psychopathic ten- tendencies and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yours is uh, you answered the quiz yeah. consistently with people it. who would not generally be considered a psychopath by research methods currently used to quickly screen for psychopathy in the population. You seriously got a zero? Yeah, he went knowing yes. everything. Hmm. I, I, um, went, I went only Again, two. I'm not a monster. <laughs> This is not a, a diagnosis tool, but, you know, it's one of those This things. is why I feel awful all the time. I mean, Ruthie, you also got a an, an, uh, zero, too. I mean, not two. What was no, I, got a, I mean, I got a 10, but it's within the zero to Oh, 12. wow. You're pretty close to moderate to minor. <laughs> it's like a bad no, tendency. No, scoring key, it's zero, zero to, to 12. 12. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But still, you're just like two points away and then three points away. Common, it's moderate to minor. Common myth. While many people believe that psychopathy is more prevalent among CEOs and Wall Street bankers, this is a myth not supported by any research. While on the surface, it may seem that many of the symptoms and traits of psychopathy might lend themselves to positions of greater power, the two are not synonymous. Hmm. Okay. One of the problems is that psychopaths tend to be pretty quickly outed, yeah, that's true, for their antisocial behaviors because the charm is purely superficial and easily detected over time with greater exposure to the psychopath. Basically, you need to hide it really well, you know. Yeah, yes. like you have to be uncomfortable with being a charmer. No, you have to be really comfortable, and you can hide it really well. Well, then that would that make you a sociopath? No, remember, sociopath is is you grew into it. Well, psychopath is you you were bored with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind of like Dexter. Kind of like Dexter. Yeah. He's a so, uh, psychopath. I never saw Dexter, so I can't really be talking about it. Uh, either way, I feel very uncomfortable on this podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we just we had the same grade. I, I don't trust anybody that doesn't feel awful about themselves all the time. We had the same grade. People okay. should always feel bad about this. People, should, people, should, people shouldn't have any self-confidence. What was yours, Albert? Mine was, I got two points. You got two? I got two points. I only get ten. Yeah, you got ten. Yes, correct. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, I win. You win. <laughs> this is always a contest, but yeah, I guess. Lord. I guess. I guess you won. That's not, not, not one of the things you want to win. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I feel no remorse. Uh, as of this recording, it's currently eight p.m. on February eighteenth, twenty twenty, in Billings, Montana, and it's time to take a look and see what's up. What's up? Uh, what's Billings, up? Montana, is the headquarters for KitKat. And recently, is it Kit, really? Yeah. And recently, no KitKat Kit 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 announced a new flavor that's coming out in April, I believe. And the flavor is birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Oh, ew. First off, yeah, who asked for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> First <laughs> off, what why the... is birthday cake even a thing? It's yes. basically vanilla cake with sprinkles. And, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I am American, but at the same time, like, I don't know what it is about y'all Americans. Like, sprinkles are gross. Uh, but it also Sounds has a, it also has an artificial taste to it too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the only thing I want out of Kit Kat is is they should sell the Japanese flavors of a, a green tea and mochi and stuff. They should just focus on that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't care it's about the sprinkles. Be wafer that really gets to you. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. It. I don't know. I don't know what who, re- who asked for this. I don't know what research team, crack team in Kit Kat decided. Like, hey, let's have birthday cake flavor. Yeah, who demanded that? Uh, speaking of which, is there demand for this other thing? Arby is starting a turf war with McDonald's over fist sandwiches. 
I'm sorry, what sandwiches? Fish sandwiches. <laughs> you fish. wrote first. <laughs> As I edit this uh-huh. this show note here <laughs> where I said first sandwiches. Fish sandwiches? Fish. Yeah. Fish sandwiches. First of all, RB should just fix the sandwiches that they are selling right now. You know what I mean? Just, for, I mean, just worry about the meat sandwiches that they're selling right now. I, yeah. I, I, leave the fish alone. Leave, leave that. Leave that. No, no. I think RB realized, hey, Popeye's got a lot of business by having this turf war with, with Chick-fil-A. Let's start a turf war with McDonald's and see where that gets us. Yeah, but McDonald's aren't exactly known for their filet of fish, are they? Uh, yes, they are in Lent. Are During they? Lent, they make bucks in, in fish fillets. How, how often is, fish. I mean, how long is Lent? Uh, 60, 90 days. 90 days? 40 days. 40 days. 40 days. Hey, wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Who's the Catholic here? Jesus Apparently Christ. not me. Apparently not me. How do you, what's it? How do you confuse four days of uh, 40, 60 years, days? Albert. Who wasn't just, who wasn't just guessing the number? Me. Yes. Uh, like I said, I don't think McDonald's really known for their uh, fish sandwiches. It's not the 1980s. As Catholics, filet fish is a thing for a lot of Catholics. Again, how many days out of the year is that? They also still eat it year-round. Gosh. Do they really? Yes. <laughs> Quick survey. When was the last I, time you saw It's not bad. Their filet yeah. fish is not bad. Quick survey. People in the room. How many, when was the last time you guys ate a filet fish Last year. Ruthie? Don't remember. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for proving my point. Thank yeah. you. I mean, that's one of Jessica's go-to things in, in McDonald's. <laughs> So, fish. So and, and Arby's just like just like what Popeye did with Chick Fil A. Arby's is a little bit more crispier fish. You know what? Wake me up when this is about uh, McRibs and the fries are good too. I mean, no, that's all I care yeah. about. All right. yeah. so, I haven't been to Arby's since 2006. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Ar- been a long time. Since Arby's, Arby's, yeah, I think. But I think six I will. Years. But I think I will try their. No, their you're fish not going to stop it. You yeah. lie. Because you know, last year was chicken sandwiches. Don't lie. This year, Don't lie. fish sandwiches. You just lie. All about sandwiches. None of this is true. This Speak, is, speaking, this is complete BS. Albert, speaking. You didn't even yeah. know how many days Lent was. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I know, right? Speaking of sandwiches, you can't even find Arby's around here. Speaking of sandwiches, <laughs> speaking of sandwiches, Burger King is testing a sandwich with nothing but French fries. I saw saw this. It's a online. French so fries gross. sandwich. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks pretty. Um, French friesy. <laughs> French fries. <It's> so gross. <laughs> That's just so dumb. It's, it's basically it, mashed potatoes yeah. in a bun. Literally, the hamburger combo. Mashed potatoes in a bun might taste better than French fries in a bun. The meals literally come with French fries, and you can literally put. I do it sometimes, but you can literally put the French fries in a hamburger and stuff like that. It tastes oh. great and stuff like that. I, I know. Think- next year, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be inserting burgers into fries yeah. and calling it burger. Price. I think so. that's what that's gonna be one of my, 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 my that's gonna be one of my predictions for next twenty four twenty twenty one. You're gonna infuse French fries with burgers. <laughs> this gotta be a sandwich day. Yeah, but it looks like pretty much like a Big Mac, except without the, with the Mac part. It's French fries. One well, a couple a couple of days ago, they said there was an asteroid that was kind of like coming and you know, hit the it might hit Earth and something. Oh, what happened to that? <laughs> it can't come soon enough. Because well, you know I, people want to try different things with yeah. their with their menu. Yeah, I want to kick, kick people in the nuts. Speaking of testing different ways of eating certain foods, there's a Japanese man that, that berated an American woman for the crime against takiyaki or taiyaki. What happened now? Taiyaki is this uh, is this Japanese sweet that's usually kind of like what, looks what? like a fish. It looks like a fish. Yeah. Look at a fish, man. <laughs> this thing is showing me a fish. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to describe what is. How do you describe this? It it's is a waffle fish. It's a, a waffle, waffle fish. Like yeah, a yeah. Fish. That's the best way to say it. It's like a waffle fish. It's a. It's like perfectly crisp and lightly charred on the outside after being freshly cooked in a traditional style over coals. That wasn't much of a description. Sweet red bean paste. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. So basically, an American woman uh, went ahead and like put butter on it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> 
What? Oh, see, that, that, that was your reaction, like the guy said. Like, the guy was like, whoa, how dare she do this? Taiyaki is perfectly perfect on its own. Mm-hmm. It what is if you put butter stuff? next to the taiyaki? She had it in her purse. This is a very large one we're talking about. <laughs> so, she so, just keeps, like, just giant bars of butter in her purse. So, so, why does so, well pour syrup over it? What the heck? So, 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 so to quote the Twitter post that the guy did, uh, this is uh, Kiko Taro-chan. He goes here, an American grandmother sitting next to me was doing a horrible thing, spreading a taiyaki with butter and eating it. This is bad, way bad, champion bad. This is worthy of a prison sentence. So everyone, don't ever do this, never. Definitely don't buy taiyaki and take it home and put it in the oven toaster to make it nice and crispy and then spread butter on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, not, it may taste like a waffle, feel like a waffle, but it's not a waffle. Yeah. You don't put butter and syrup on it. Yeah. But here, here, here's the weird part. Uh, it kind of backfired. There were people that are now are saying, Taiyaki needs butter and honey, in my opinion. Who? So, uh, people on Twitter. White people? People, they also, people not Asian. No, no, this is, I think, from Asian people. These Japanese Asian writings people. are here. Then these Asian people don't know how to Asian. I don't know. Maybe they're being more uh, creative now. Uh, they'll say here, not just butter, but whipped cream. Cream cheese and ricotta cheese as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get ice cream, cream not cream cheese, and the whipped cream. But not butter or like uh, syrup. No. Let them oh. have the butter. The sooner they put, the more butter they put on, the more cholesterol they get. The sooner they have the heart attack. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> this is why uh, Amer- Americans are so obese. It's fine. It's, yeah, yeah. It's I good. mean, it's not, it's not a crime, right? Yeah, it's not a crime. It's fine. But speaking of that, crime, oh here, oh, and a movie involving crime, oh. that happens to feature a particular God type of food. It. God damn these. That is prepared in a different way. Oh, Okay, the movie Parasite, it, it had a resurgence because of the Oscars. I'm familiar with it. Um, the internet now is apparently craving uh, Ramdan, which is the, the, the dish that they have in Parasite. Which is not a real thing, apparently. Which can be a real thing because you can make it in real life. Right. It's basically a combination of some noodles and steak. Right. Right. It's a metaphorical thing. Yeah. Noodles, uh, 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 what do you call that? Microwaveable noodles uh-huh. is a poor person's food, right. while steak is a rich person's right. food. Combine mm-hmm. them together... And you got Ramdan. Yeah, she couldn't just eat it as a poor person. She had to uh, uh, make it bougie. Sir, wine steak on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now people online are like, I want to try Ramdan. Yeah. I'm actually impressed how the mother was able to make the Ramdan in the seven minutes well, that it took, took her, took them to get to the house. I believe it's a movie. But the, plus the description isn't that, the description isn't hard either. It's pretty much instant, yeah. instant ramen plus steak on top. Yeah. Right? So she That's just goes true. like, I'll make instant ramen. I'll make you. steak. Here we go. Can the steak be done in seven minutes, though? Yeah. If you cut it up into cubes, then you yeah. can do it definitely sure. in four or five minutes. Sure. So, uh, Chapaguri, which is which I... is which is pretty much the uh, the brand of ramen, uh, is being promoted by Nongshim, which is the uh, hmm. the company that owns it. And they're like, apparently, they're running out of stock because oh, people really? are buying That's all hilarious. this stuff because they want to make their own I wonder if you can go to like a Korean restaurant in uh, K Town or something and get yeah, and get and get it too. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure if somebody. It's, yeah. yeah, I'm sure somebody's capitalizing yeah. off it. I mean, I mean, this article over here that you can see the, the show notes does mention some restaurants are serving yeah. ramdan now. Yeah, if I see it at a, a restaurant in K Town or some, a Korean restaurant around here, I would, I'd definitely try it. Why not? Yeah. If you also want to do it yourself, uh, there is. Uh, that's, that's like a carrot. There away is here, like a, uh, a recipe here on the on the show notes. If yeah. You want to take a look at yourself? Let's not do that. Yeah, but ramdan. Mm-hmm. Chapaghetti and neoguri, and then steak. Sure. All right. Yum, yum, give me some. Yum. And that's what's up. That's up.
Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, John Ming, where can people find you on the next topic? I thought we were done. No, you can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. Ruti. You can find me on Instagram at Grace13, G-R-A-C-E-1-3 for random stuff, cat stuff, and food stuff, travel stuff, other stuff, and entwined events, also on Instagram. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at albert 5 5 and anything related to who, what, where, why. If you want to leave a comment, leave it on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, or our website itself, or just message us directly on Twitter or Instagram. One of those. If you want to show your support because we clearly need it, head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find that how. Music has been provided by DY Access. Find them at thewhyaccess.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworstwhy.com. So this is an article that was pushed to me on YouTube of all places, right? And the title was The Problems of Being Very Beautiful, <laughs> right? And at first off, I'm like, really? This is an article? <laughs> it's a joke. It's is a, it? I know. I think, I think they're I think being very sincere, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. If you read the article, which I kind of did. Did an asshole write it? I kind of read it, yeah. right? <laughs> and I, a, lot of it, a lot of it makes sense at the same time. But of course, one of the comments in the YouTube article that, that was posted... Well, not that, but it was more was like... Oh, okay, I'm sorry. That's what I'm going to add after this, this segment. They're, they're, they're like, uh, are you going to write an article about the problems of being ugly? Yeah. I think that's a longer <laughs> and more relatable article. So here, I want, I want to hear your reaction to what the reasonings are of the problems of being... Oh, f- yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. I have to wait for you to do it. You know, Finish I have to, I have to oh, edit all okay. of it. Absolutely. All right, all right. Go F yourself. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, lack of trust. In bed, the beautiful will, always, will often wonder, is it me... Or is it my body they want? Yeah. And all the ugly people just trust all no matter what. Just like blind <laughs> trust and stuff like that. That's fine. It's not <laughs> an issue for ugly people. The thing is, though, is that if you're going so far as to sleep with another person, mm-hmm. wouldn't you know if that other person really just wants you for your body or not? Mm-hmm. I mean, shouldn't there be some tell signs? Yeah, there should be. There, there should, should be, right? Unless yeah. you're just purposely ignoring it. If you can't if you can't tell and you're okay. willingly giving yourself to somebody, of trusting the, yourself of all to somebody. Sh- yeah, but of all this, you're not 100 percent sure that you can trust them. Yeah, but of all the inner interpersonal problems and issues that come up and stuff, I, I think looks and beauty is not high up, high up there. If if you're a good looking person, you know, like everybody has trust issues to some degree. And like, who cares? Yeah, it's a non issue. Go f yourself. Uh, next one. That's our reaction. Te- next one. <laughs> Intimidation of the plane. The very beautiful stand to discover that very interesting people who don't look so nice are terrified of approaching them. It's like, oh, you, know, you hear stories about like, like, oh, how come you don't have a boyfriend? Like, oh, because people are scared to ask me out. No. You know, there's a lot of that. This is not true because uh, as an ugly person, I, I approach pretty people all the time. <laughs> like, like an Igor, like a, like a monster. Just, you, you mean tell me they don't, go, they, they don't go like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for somebody uh, to ask me out for a long again, time. Again, my reaction is go F yourself. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's another one. Uh, the presumption of stupidity. People don't want, don't wait to find out. Their imagination simply refuse to picture that the very beautiful, oh, carefully unpicking a page of Plato or analyzing the state of the Swedish economy. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. If you are pretty and people think you're pretty, the end. But you then like kind of show this air of like, mm-hmm. oh, oh my god. Yeah, I'm so pretty. Like my hair needs to not get be messy, and then they wonder why people think that they don't have anything going on upstairs. But it's like, 
like uh, you just need to talk. Just don't, mm-hmm. you know, if you talk and actually have good ideas coming out of your mouth, then people won't think you're stupid. Exactly. It, it really does end up with personality, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your personality will totally. And like the same thing goes, whether you're attractive or not that attractive, your personality will shine through. So whether or not, if you are beautiful, but you have no personality, it's not that people are scared of you. It's just people don't find you interesting. And me personally, I assume everybody's a dumbass. So who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and also for me personally, I, I don't really look for intelligence as, a, as a, some sort of a... As that point, I look for empathy more than anything else. So. Yes, empathy okay. is one of my number one things. Yeah. The problem is they don't. A lot of people they don't look at empathy. The first thing they they look for uh, great ass. I'm sorry. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> Physical attribute, yes. And then and then they go like, are you compatible? Right. What are your interests? And then eventually, mm-hmm. eventually they'll care about like, do they actually care about other people? You know. Uh, next one on the list here is aggression. Fortune, people feel, has smiled on these beauties enough already. They surely don't need anything further like kindness or understanding. I call BS on this. Because if anything else, people are more understanding and kind to people who are really pretty. Yeah, they're nicer to them. Yeah, they're nicer to them. Mm -hmm. They treat them better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I call BS on that. Yeah. Uh, the increased sorrows of aging, uh, their bodies ideal for yeah. now. Ooh, boo! Yeah. How, how about how about your how about people whose bodies ideal yeah. not now? Yeah. In the first place? yeah, I've consistently looked gross for forty two years. Yeah, it's, it's you can take a couple of steps down. It's fine. You know what I mean? That steady decline is fine for you. Yeah, if you want, if you want yeah. to read the rest of that article, I, I, which I don't, go after yourself. You know what? If you don't, if you don't want good, you don't want you don't want to look. Uh, good and stuff, you know. Put, you know, put some hot oil on your face or something. You know, figure it out. You know. So I, mean? I did went ahead and look for an article about the downsides of being unattractive. Written, written figuring... by me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thank you for quoting my article. Thank R- you. Written by uh, Marty Nemco, PhD. And I, we, there's a picture of him. And boy, he is ugly. Hey, <laughs> he hey, is not hey, an attractive hey, man. Hey, hey. You might want to shave that. You're that only mustache. supposed to be aggressive yeah. towards pretty yeah. people. Uh, seriously, man. That's what he said. <laughs> Get some Rogaine, buddy. <laughs> Okay, so the downsides. There's, there's uh-huh. an article here with the upsides, but we'll skip that. Uh, there are downsides here. Why do, why do I need to read this? I live this. I live this. I live this article. You know, I just feel gross. I feel gassy all the time and stuff like that. I, put, I don't make eye contact. How about that? Is, is that all those on the list? So, so the, one of the things here says that not only do infants prefer attractive faces, adults prefer attractive infants. What? And I'm not just talking about strangers saying, what a cute baby versus... What a baby. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it makes sense. If, if a baby sees like an ugly person, they'll be like, yeah, right? Compared to heck? a pretty person. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't think babies can differentiate between good and, and They good, can. Good. They actually look for symmetry in, in people's faces. That's why Seriously? Uh, even there's been studies done on uh, mm-hmm. toddlers and kindergartners as to like um, a not so attractive teacher versus an attractive teacher and who they respond better towards. But then all- more attractive, like more symmetrical looking teacher. But they've also Science. done But they've also done tests where they uh, they compare beauty uh, between cultures and stuff. They've taken pictures of models and also just basic kind of looking women to like uh, third well, not third world countries, but you know, um, I don't want to say jungle people. I don't want to say less developed <laughs> less, less modern people and stuff like that. And they were consistently I talk about Filipinos. Yes, okay, let's just say Filipinos. jungle Asians. Yeah, I'm just saying that when they show pictures of women and stuff, the men would consistently uh, pick the non-models because they're like, oh, 
uh, what do you call it? this 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 girl here well, has has meat on her, her bones. She could give you know she could give birth easier. You know right. what I mean? that's her, that's her thing. But it's it's also like well when you grow up to a, up to a certain age, then of course your your perception of beauty is more nurtured mm-hmm. and like what we perceive as beautiful versus what in nature we actually need. Like mm-hmm. uh, in the jungle, of course, if you're not in the cosmopolitan world, you're going to be looking at a woman who has bigger hips, yeah. has strong legs, and you're going to be looking for a man who's a little more trim mm-hmm. and has bigger biceps because you can tell that he can lift things, he can work, you know, he can run fast, yeah. he can catch food, bring home, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> food or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but in, in this day and age, like, uh, like the ideal man for... Uh, women these days which is like super buff guy you know that's not practical in in like maybe in the jungle or even in the bush because like those guys can't run those guys can actually can't actually lift like i've actually known guys that have huge biceps but there's literally zero strength in those biceps it's just size (laughs) and it's just bulk there's absolutely no strength behind it good problem to have (laughs) lift with your legs buff people lift with your legs all right any more of this any more of this nonsense uh, unattractive kids are more likely to be ostracized <laughs> and bullied. Oh, that's great. Let's get the kids involved. Let's, yeah. let's rope them in, into this How about How about that, pretty people? Do you yeah. want to trade places? Yeah. Uh, dating is harder. How about that, pretty people? Do you want to trade places? Yeah. Uh, employers, coworkers, and customers are immune. We are visual, no matter how much we've urged to value substance over appearance. Uh, that's true only in... Hi- oh, yeah. Getting hired. Most likely, people are, who are prettier will get hired over people who are uglier. I mean... I mean, uh, you, can, you can get away with it much more than if you were ugly. E- sure. You can't get You can get away with it? Yeah, a pretty people can get away with not having the best resume because they're pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has to do with charm, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true, too. Unless the, unless the guy, the, H, the, H, the HR person, HT, HR person, HP, HR person is, like, really <laughs> horny because, you know, horny... Rad dude, <laughs> whatever. What the hell? Well, what the hell are we talking about? I, I, I so, I so, I give my two cents. And I, since I've actually had like a million jobs since like twenty two thousand three. Go ahead, it, male or female. I've always gotten jobs if I was able to build a connection with a person and charm them, regardless mm-hmm. of what was on my resume. Like I've actually gotten jobs that. I probably wasn't qualified for, but I was able to bullshit my way through an interview and like just gain that connection with a person and get them to trust me to give me the job. No, no, I agree. I agree. Like, like before I had my, my current steady job, I was really good at interviews, you know, but I never really wanted to stay in a lot of those jobs, but I was always really good at interviews. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and the last thing he says here, indeed, even famous people have been cruel to the unattractive. For example, Amy Sedaris said, I'd just much rather see an ugly person take the trash out than see somebody really pretty uh, taking the trash out. Yeah, that's stupid. Sounds like a joke, though. I think it's a joke. She's a comedian. So. Speaking of comedians, Robin Williams said, never pick a fight with an ugly person. They've got nothing to lose. It's a joke. Sounds like, sounds like a joke, too. It's all jokes and stuff, yeah. Oscar Wilde said, it is better to be beautiful than to be good, but it is better to be good than to be ugly. That's a joke. He's a, <laughs> that's he's a satirist. A joke. Yeah. yeah. These are all comedians and stuff. Yeah, all right. And I guess the worst here is, and perhaps the ultimate cruelty to the unattractive is being unattractive is correlated with poor health. And that is true, science, because yes. being attract- unattractive gives you a little bit more stress, a little bit more stress gives you poor health. Sure, okay. Or the Habsburg job. Yeah. I mean, that's not, of course, all these rules doesn't apply to everybody, but in just general terms, you know, yeah. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. That's in psychology today. <laughs> that's in psychology today. Literally, that's the article uh, website, psychology today. <laughs> all right. And and that's our two cents. Of, that's fantastic. Yeah, take that. All of our yeah. looks. Take, take that to the world. Yeah. Now feel good about yourself. Yeah. Go out in the world now. Okay. Yes. All right. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Man. I think I don't. I haven't really watched any. Mo- I mean, the one movie I watched was from came out like two months ago, nineteen seventeen. Another movie I watched came out like a month ago, Bad Boys. I haven't really seen much TV shows. Best that, Bad Boys. I saw Bad Boys for life. Best Bad Boys. It's a low bar. It's a low bar, but it's the best Bad Boys, right? Sure, why not? I think it I is. Well, it was pretty good. It's yeah. in the sense that it's not as homophobic. It's not as you know, like derogatory <laughs> and some of that. You know what I mean? Going back in the nineties. Yeah, it has a. It it tries to have a big heart. It does tr- have a thing where the guys, you know, you can't be violent all your life without having coming back. You know, just there's a lesson there. I guess it's fine. And then uh, I've seen a lot of I some TV, but it's not like all. I see like little bits here and there. Nothing really. Nothing that that stands out. You know. What about you guys? Pop culture wise, have you guys experienced watching any movies, any TV shows? Uh, I've been watching We Bear Bears on Netflix. The latest season finally was released on the Netflix. What? We Bear Bears. I have no idea what that what? is. It's a cartoon. The three the three bears. We bear bears. How old are you? What's going on here? What are you saying? No, seriously, what's going on here? It's it's happening. What are the words that are coming out of your mouth? What's going on? We bear bears. Should I bring my my nephew here? Is is this? Is he? Should I have my nephew on the podcast? It's made by Asian Americans. This is supported. I understand that, but still. What are you saying? It's about it's about a polar bear, a panda, and a grizzly bear. This is I I actually know the show. My nephew does watch it. Yes, we bear bears. Yeah, but you're not. the bear bears? No, it's we yeah. bear bears. I just want, I just want to point out my, my nephew's nine and a half, and you don't have any kids or something. Like we bear bears. You. All right, <laughs> good <laughs> lord. Hey, hey, he's I watching like bear bears. Dogs. Give me bear bears. All right. I mean, other stuff I watch too, but sure. Now I'm just gonna stick it. We bear bears. Ruthie, how about you? Uh well, Ninety Day Fiance had their tell-all uh, season finale Sunday night and Monday night. And what is 90, 90 Day Fiance? What is Ninety Day Fiance? That's what I said. Huh? That's what I asked. Yeah. What, what's your, what's <laughs> Even Lady Gaga watches it. What? Uh, <laughs> it's, about, what? it's about couples who are in relationships mm-hmm. um, in different countries, like in the U.S. and like whatever country their fiance is from and they're going through the K1 process and it's just it's a reality yeah. show it's like my guilty pleasure yeah they have to decide after 9 days whether to whether or not to go through with the marriage and get and get he or she the citizenship to come to the US wow you even know what it is yeah cuz uh yeah. Brie Larson guest hosted Jimmy Kimmel a couple weeks ago and she brought the host of that show on that's that's the only reason I know about it. it's on is it on a streaming service or what channel is it on what network it's on is it on TLC TLC the TLC show yeah Okay. Yeah, but right. I like watching the show. But my favorite part about the show is they have another segment that comes after the the what do you call it? the episodes that come out every week mm-hmm. called Pillow Talk, Ninety Day Fiance Pillow mm-hmm. Talks. It's the older couples that um, have gone on the show years before, uh, the favorite couples and the more the more popular ones, mm-hmm. um, and they they record them while they're watching the show that's mm-hmm. on live and. And they and they record their commentary, and I and I think that that show is so much more funny because of their comments and their their reactions to the show than the actual show itself. Well, as somebody who doesn't really uh, watch reality TV, 
Okay. That's the only reality TV I, I watch. I hate sure, reality TV. Sure, sure. Sure, Damn, that's a short anymore. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. This is episode 276 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who, What, Worse, Why Network. <laughs>